0: When I hear built in Africa, to me, it's more like stories, uh, products, ideas, you know, that are built by Africans. And like, it doesn't necessarily mean that ideas and stories, you know, are confined to the world of Africa. It's just that it could, you know, basically be linked or traced to, you know, African roots.
1: You're in the right place. Welcome to the Built in Africa podcast, where we connect trailblazers of the African diaspora through the unifying language of tech. On this episode, we connect with Shayum Akani, front-end software engineer and co-founder of Retroly, an agile retrospective tool for teams with remote or co-located team members. Let's get into it. Retrospectives are a critical component of the Agile process. It's where teams reflect on the development process and look for areas of improvement. Listen as Shane shares how they structured Retroly.
0: We, we modeled Retroly like the actual retros, you know, that go on in an Agile team. What a normal Retroly board looks like is we divided into four stages. We have the feedback stage, the group stage, the vote stage and the resolution stage so i mean mm-hmm. the feedback stage is, is the initial stage so this is where like everybody everybody in the team comes you know to add feedbacks or or ideas or you know suggestions and stuff like that so so we had so for for each of these you know features that we did we we tried to you know find like uh key features in them again so like for the feedback stage we added a feature called live feedback how, why, how did you come up with this feature? So we found out that during you know feedback entry, uh, sometimes the the feedback a, a, a team made might you know want to drop, might, uh, might be a bias. Maybe his boss has already, you know said something to factor that. So there's always this bias around it. So what we now did was okay, fine. If we blow out everybody's feedback, yeah, you only see what you posted. That way, nobody knows what anybody posted until they get to the second stage. So after that, the next stage is the group stage. So the group stage is just a, a very, very simple stage where... So we found out that after people, you know, have um, added feedback into the system, they needed to... Sometimes these feedbacks are almost alike. I mean, it would it won't make any sense, to, you know, just keep them going on like that. I mean, it makes more sense to be able to group those feedbacks Together yeah. into one feedback. Yeah. So the next stage after that is the voting stage. Okay. So at the vote stage, we you know we found out that, that during um, idea generation or or feedback, teammates want to like vote on you know a preferred idea or like a feedback. For example, if you set three votes, users can you know vote on three individual feedbacks. So we found out that during idea generation, sometimes when, for example, I have an idea that I feel like the the, the team or the company should implement i want to like spend all my votes just think of it like money i want to spend all my money mm. on this idea uh, so what we did was we now allowed a feature called multiple votes multiple votes allows a teammate to you know spend all his votes on that one um, feedback he wants to fly then we the next stage is the resolution stage so the resolution stage was just uh just a stage where based on the feedbacks everybody has added into the system you can go under someone's feedback and you know add a comment or two. Yeah, most of our users are in France, in in, in um the UK, the US, Germany, wow. Canada. When we you know put church out to you know the world, people in France are the ones you know that embrace this so much. Like every day we wow. have like 60% users from France, like 60-70% users, and I'm like I mean, we never, we never, when we're thinking of building, I mean, we're thinking, you know, France, (laughs) like, it shows, like, a lot of people really, you know, like, you know, the solution and, you know, are willing to make use of it, and we we, we barely, we barely, like, have users from Africa, and I'm like, uh, what's going on in Africa, like?
1: At the end of the day, software is built for humans, so empathy is critical when you're building software solutions. Listen as Shane shares the role empathy played in building Retroly.
0: When when we're trying to like build Retroly, empathy played a, a very very important role because I mean you are you are building for you know users you know you want users to have a minimal learning curve when they you know use your applications. I mean you don't want users to begin to check YouTube videos or begin to you know read the pistols just to make it of solution. Mm-hmm. I mean you are trying to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. Why should you add more problems to the users? Yeah, so like we really had to like think of okay, what is the you know, the basic or the simplest way a user can actually do this without having to, you know, go four steps or five steps into the application before they can do it. You yeah, get so like empathy really played a very 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 very, very important role.
1: As a front end developer, Shalom is often responsible for implementing the designs of the UX designer. And at times, this relationship between the developer and the designer can be contentious. Recognizing the value of UX professionals, Shame shares his thoughts on the importance of the relationship.
0: It's a very important relationship because I mean as as you, know, you need to, to, to have a pictorial uh, uh visualization of you know what you are trying to, to solve. Sometimes you you, you get problems here yeah, and when you see them play out in you know pictures or or in diagrams, mm-hmm. they are actually easy easy to code out because like you can actually now see the problem. We can like see what you know what you're trying to solve because I mean if you yeah. don't have a pictorial representation of what you're trying to solve I mean it's going to be very very hard when you have like an actual UI you know design and the UI um, designer can now tell you okay, this is how we are trying to solve this problem we created this and this this is how we should flow and it, it makes more sense because if if you're trying to you know um, build solutions for users you need to like factor a lot of things into it and. I feel like the the UI person would have, you know, done a lot of research, like, you know, thinking about, like, um, the human-computer interaction, like, the normal, you know, thinking of, you know, the user. As a front-end designer, you may not really know all of that, but, like, that's more like the job of the, you know, the user interface person to, like, okay, this is how user thinks, so this is how we should, you know, model our solution to us, so, so, I mean, it's it's a necessary, you know, um, addition to work with the UI person.
1: And that's it for this episode. If you haven't already, check out the full article on our website, builtinafrica.io, found in the description. And while you're there, subscribe to our newsletter so we may keep you up to date with the latest. But until then, keep building.